When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. guys welcome into the marvel stuff podcast where we're going to break down all things to do with tools we've got my little this is this here is what we call a screwdriver it's more of a drill but i like to call it a screwdriver anyway um no of course that's not what we're talking about it's marvel stuff we're talking about marvel stuff i'm coach and with me of course hey it's josh kennedy from facebook josh kennedy from facebook who to this day has never thought that that opening joke was funny and I don't yeah, know. but normally I can build on it. That one was just so subpar that I was like, I don't know how to make that funny. You're on your own, bud. They're never, they're never going to be funny, and that's okay. Um, because we're really here to talk about uh, about Marvel stuff, which is awesome. That's what we love to do. Um, we got Marvel What If. We've got Marvel What If-er. The more, the more What If. Uh, yeah, that way I put that in the description. I was like, hey, it's uh, Marvel... We're going to do Marvel What If, What If, or Marvel What If, or whatever yeah, you want to call it. Um, which I think is going to be fun. Um, but let's, let's, we got to start with a little bit of news. There's some things going on in the Marvel, uh, the Marvel sphere that I think we should just jump into, kind of get what's going on, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll talk about the episode. Um, I like it. So, Shang-Chi, first off, we know it's coming out. Uh, we're still excited. I'm still excited. I think that has been third. We're going to go see it in theaters and then do a parking lot review. As we've said before, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be my return to the theaters. I haven't, I didn't go to Blackwater Theaters, so I'm excited to watch this one. It looks exciting, and it's going to be awesome. And definitely it's spectacular. But a little bit of controversy going on, and I care about it eh. so little. I'm going to mention it anyway. We are, we are a Marvel podcast, so it's like we kind of have to note things that make headlines, but at the same time, it's like, this was just some whatever news. Yeah, whatever. So, if, for people who don't know, um, it was the the star of the the show. I, I cannot say his name. Uh, Sumuli or Lean. He's awesome. Crazy Jays is great. Um, but he was upset when when uh. Simuliu. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. All right. There we go. Go ahead. He was upset that his the idea that they're releasing it in theaters for only 45 days, but like they're doing it only in theaters for those 45 days instead of like alongside premium streaming, which they've been doing was called an experiment. And he was like, well, our movies, we're not an experiment. We're a, you know, a cultural, this, and I was like, okay, buddy. I mean, we, it is a big cultural impact. It's going to be, but I don't think, I think he got butt hurt over nothing in this scenario. Cause it, it's essentially Disney just being like, okay, so we don't want to get sued again. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Scar Joe. It's <laughs> so not just that move your up. movie's an experiment. It's that the action they're taking is the experiment. The uh, 
You know what I mean? So it's yeah. fine. I don't think he's going to be upset about it going forward. I don't think it precludes him from being in future MCU movies or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. The box um, office just right now, it's not popping. People haven't made their return and it does have a little bit to do with the co-release thing. So maybe it will make more money because they're choosing not to do that. Cause I know, uh, for example, I've got a family member that has four kids and for every Disney movie that came out, it just made way more sense to just buy the premium access yeah. And then the kids watch the same new movie three, four times in a row, and then they don't have to go to the theater that many times. So, like, I can understand that they're losing some of that money, but at the same time, it's like the movies are they're going to come back eventually. We're going to get there. You, I I wonder if part of it's that just our cultural want to do things has been impacted, and maybe we just won't want to go to movies as much. Right, with one day we just decided we didn't want to sit in restaurants anymore. We wanted takeout, and then when you know we yeah. decided we wanted delivery, maybe we'll just decide we don't like going to movies anymore, and it'll. I, for one, still love the movies. Oh, I've been to like too. six movies, I think, since I made my return earlier this year. I've gone to like six separate movies, even ones that I didn't even really care to see, but I went to see it anyway because it was at the yeah. moment. I just, I'm curious if it eventually someday maybe streaming is like where the main source of movie making money goes from. And going to the movies is kind of, we'll see. Uh, Uncharted territory. We'll figure. We'll figure out what happens. I guess uh, we're we're just an audience to the whole thing. We're not a. Uh, we're not. You know. Yes, I have. I have no participants. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna do what I do, and that's what's gonna be that. Yeah. No, I plan to go to the movies. I'm excited about it. But as for the story, I'm not that interested in the drama. I don't think it's worth noting. I don't think it's worth worrying about. I said we move on. Yep. Good call. Let's move on then. We're going to talk about uh, What If. Um, episode one, we all knew that this first episode was going to be uh, Captain Carter. Indeed. And, and the switcheroo there. A um, few questions I want to ask you. Animation style, how did you feel about it? That is my favorite part about it. It's not quite as good as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I like that animation more. But at the same time, that took years and years to develop, I suppose, which what if probably did too. But overall, it was really cool looking. I liked the animation style. It was uh, a combination of like an archer, but also got a comic book feel to it. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot that I really liked about it. So I'm, I'm glad that they made the characters look like the actors and actresses too. That was a smart call. Yeah, no, they definitely leaned in this the idea that it's somehow still connected um, in the art style, I think did its best to portray that while still being animated. Yes. I didn't love it, cause, but that cell shaded is never my favorite type of art, so it was fine, though. I like it. Um, I I'm surprised, it but more. I mean, yeah, personal thing, I guess, but yeah, I, I just, I thought it was pretty animation, so I'm gonna keep watching it, obviously. So. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, and I didn't, like, dislike it or anything. I just, I prefer the, uh, I would guess you would call it DC's animated movies, the more traditional. Ooh, those are so good. Did you watch the, the Long Halloween yet? It's part I one did. and two? great you guys should watch those dc this isn't the dc stuff no but i did want to put a note on it that those movies are sweet i haven't seen part two yet i've got it on blu-ray coming in the mail their animation department is fire Uh, and we'll see if what if i like this episode we'll get into it and then we'll see how we think it's going to stack up um all right style it's an easy one i thought we should get that one out of the way um now let's break down just the idea in general do you think the how they introduced the Watcher, and it's going to be all these different universes. Do you think that, as an overarching thing, makes it better, makes it worse? It's meh. I I love it. Uh, I mean, it's it's a trope, but it's an okay trope. It's one of those things where it's like you kind of know it's coming, but it's gen- 
generally acceptable. This guy's called the Watcher. They have uh, similar, like an anti-life guy over in DC. They did the exact same thing. I read, I've read many comic books over in DC where they have the same type of guy, which is with a different name that looks over the multiverse of things and talks about how he's uh, only allowed to watch and not interfere. And I'm glad that they did it because not everybody knows about that kind of thing because not everyone's a giant comic yeah, nerd it, like myself. It, but it was, it was fine. It gives a good enough reason to be like, hey, this is why I'm going to tell you this what if story. Um, the fact that it comes right after Loki, you know, helps you, I don't know, maybe helps people feel better about it. To me, they're what if stories anyway. I didn't need yeah. an explanation, but it's a good enough one. So I think it's set up well. Yes, um, indeed. And I, I like I like how there's going to be some sort of like thread. That, I think I noted that in a previous episode, just having that something to kind of keep the show all kind of connected just to you got a straight thread through all of it and he can refer to the other storylines but they don't necessarily have anything to do with each other it's yeah, it it's smart it, writing it makes it super easy to be able to just have someone drop in out of nowhere and be like this is what changed yeah it makes it makes the writing very easy for them so i like that part enough um let's let's break it down into this episode what did you think of the episode overall, what did you think of the difference? You know, the thing that triggered the, the branching of the timeline. <clears throat> Do you think that was effective? Do you think it made the rest of the episode interesting? How do we feel about it? Um, it was, uh, it was fine. Um, I think I noted before, this is, this is the one I was looking forward to the least. Cause I've never found Carter to be Peggy Carter that to be that interesting of a character. I think that this was a cool story self-contained and it did make her a cooler character. And I, I did buy into her a little bit more, but I, I wouldn't watch this as a movie. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think I got you. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't love it. I didn't love that it was the first Captain America over again, right? It didn't it didn't branch it, enough for me. It was yeah. like it felt like I was watching the same movie, just the the swapped around like, oh, it's got the because they did the same thing over again. They and they changed them, but it was the same things. But I, I don't know. I couldn't get into it as much as I wanted. I do, yeah, that's definitely worth noting that it's going to be more... I wonder if that's how they're going to be with some of these other ones, like T'Challa Star-Lord, if they're going to take him through a Guardian story we already know. Because I think that would be a bit disappointing. But I I guess we'll see. But, like, yeah, definitely this one, it kind of felt like they remixed a movie, but even the movie in the first place is almost no one's favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. And it's just an introduction, and it's like, hey, let's do this introduction again, but plug in a different character... I'm not going to say that I hated the episode at all, but I will say that I'm looking forward to every other episode more than this one. Yeah. The, uh, I get that they were trying to do the whole, like, oh, see, no matter what, there was always going to be this special sacrifice. And they were and the love between Steve and Peggy. And, yeah, that, and that was fun. I like how she was super massive and the, the little Steve, they were just, you know, very odd couple about it. It was fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. It, but it was fine. Um, there was some cool things though, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take some time to mention the stuff that I thought was cool. Number one, her having a sword—that's dope. Yeah, indeed. Sword yeah, why? Why doesn't Captain, Captain America have a sword? That's fire. It's always cool. Sword and shields are dope. I was disappointed that Taskmaster didn't rock a sweet sword and shield combo and mm-hmm. rock around like he normally does. So I'm glad she got to do that. That was fire. The truck flip was cool. How she got excited about it after she did it was cool. 
Um, she was fired up. So a couple things I liked. I liked Howard in it. You know, I don't really care for Howard's character much, but I thought he was good in this little episode. I didn't like the the uh, the commanding officer guy that just repeated himself so often. That like, you're lucky to be in the room. I'm like, this is so boring. That's all I can think of every time he said it twelve different times. I know. She got like to do her callback, but that was just yeah, whatever. We get it. Yeah, women. And again, that was the same. The weird part was it was. It was different because it's like, oh, it's a woman. They're not going to treat her with respect. Well, they didn't treat Steve with respect either. So that's it, true. It, he was the prancing pony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is yeah, frustrating that it is what it, either way they had to like go against the commanding officer's rules to do the thing. Um, I know people want to talk about the loopholes and the problems that are in this episode. I have two things to say about them. Number one, self-contained story. It's a self-contained story. That's exactly right. It doesn't have to make perfect sense. It's not supposed to make At perfect all. sense. No. Um, right? It's just... But there are weird things. There's things that I found annoying, like, why did this time he decide to summon a monster instead of make weapons? Why? What was that monster? <laughs> that, that was one of my least favorite things. Like, why is there an octopus monster now? Why is it here? We could have introduced, like, any sort of cool monster, but instead we went with tentacles and that was it we didn't even get to see the head weird tentacle things i'm missing out about my life nope me either but um you should have brought like there's so many cool especially if you were doing they did like the thor thing i don't know bring the giant snake man bring the the world serpent out that thing's dope yeah just most anything else (laughs) like there's plenty yeah fear fenrir fenrir Fenrir. yeah Yeah, a lot of cool things um it so that was annoying. There's a couple other things that didn't quite like make sense. It's like, why is this different? And that's what all these time traveling branch things do. It's like, oh, this one thing changed, and all these other things changed. It's like, well, would they? Why would that change? What? Uh, I don't know. I, I I like the call out joke when uh, they they did board the train and she caught Bucky by the left arm. Like you almost ripped my arm off. I'm like, okay. Low-hanging fruit, but I appreciate yes. it. They did that a couple times. There's a couple little uh, low-hanging yeah. fruit ones, though. You know, ah, I see what you did there. They could have dressed you up and walked you around. Yeah, we, we yeah. got it, Steve. They, yeah. they could have done that. Yeah, we... It was it's fine. Part, it's, it is what it is. It's like, yeah, I want to watch something new. So I was, that was the only disappointing part. I didn't feel like I watched enough new stuff. But, yeah. yeah. This is... In the, it being a self-contained story is fine. In half-hour episodes... Maybe that's a weird choice. Maybe we should have gone full hours. I I don't know, but as we already said, like every almost everything that DC does in their animated department is gold. I their entire universe, pretty much everything they do, they just do it so well. That's like their jam. Obviously the MCU's got the big box office live action movies with you know, they've been doing laps around DC, even though I'm a DC fan, but they, I don't know. They almost feel, it almost feels like they should take some notes from DC's book a little, like a little bit at least, just or some just general take, thing. Just take notes from your neighbor in Lucasfilm, who their animated shows. Yeah, are, their animated department's great. As good as their show, <laughs> sometimes better. So, uh, I don't think anyone's going to argue that these what if stories are going to stand up uh, to the MCU live action show. I was just going to say that, like. This feels forgettable already, which is sad to say, because we're only one episode in. Maybe there's going to be some, like, life-changing things coming here soon, but they might go the same way as the what-if comics in the first place. 
those comics were never that big. And then a year after they come out, no one cares because it's so disconnected from the overall continuity of things. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope it, my hope is just at the end of this season of what ifs um, that there's like at least one episode where I was like, oh, dude, that was sweet. That's kind of all I'm hoping for. Just like either the zombie thing was super cool or the T'Challa thing was dope. As long as like yeah. one of those things end up being really awesome. I wonder if they're going to do like pull a Star Wars and take an animated character from one of these stories and translate them into a live action project in the future. Cause right now it seems like they're taking their live action characters and putting them in cartoon form. Yeah. I don't know. That there's going to be a lot of original characters going on. I think it's going to be a lot of just, yeah, you remember Marvel. It was good. Yeah. You like him. I think it's gonna be a lot of that stuff. Um, but man, I like it. It's cool. It's fun for me. It's an episode that I wasn't going to, be able to watch it nothing i did is either that yeah or, it's better than uh, nothing and it's very much better than ghost rider spirit of vengeance check out our last exactly. episode of those terrible movies yeah, exactly so it's, it's definitely not those but it wasn't it's nothing that like i'm excited i'm not gonna run out and tell people oh you gotta check out marvel what if i'm gonna be ah oh, dude you gotta check out the falcon and winter soldier show that's what yeah I'm there's if, yeah if there's anything to tell them to watch it's probably not gonna be this thing now Maybe I'll change my mind with future episodes because, again, I said it in the first place. I'm not. I don't really care about this specific character or this specific story. So maybe if they do something that I do think is cool, I'll recommend that episode. And I think that is one advantage that they do have is because everything is self-contained stories and there's only that small thread that connects them all. You can recommend to a friend like, "Hey, watch episode three of What If?" because it's a really cool concept, and they don't have to go through the entire season to understand what's going on. I think that's yeah. one thing they've got going for them. Now, hopefully, that's what's one thing I go for, but we'll see. The other thing that I love about it is uh, what's coming up next is it's it makes for fun speculation. Yes. Um, what if things are always better in theory form and talking about than they are in reality? Um. Right, I think it's more fun to be like, oh yeah, well, what if this person was this than it is to watch it because then you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. But it makes fun speculation, which is what we're going to do right now. Uh, hey, look at that. Our, our, our what if more more what if. What if we what if the what if. Um, for this particular <laughs> we're gonna work one, on it. Yeah, we're, it's, that's a great title. What if all the time, uh, whatever challenge, super, super funny segment. Go. Keep it moving. Um, Let's do, for this episode, I'm more curious about what if it continued. Um, yes. Each week we'll kind of mix it up. We might do what if this or what if that. I I know that we had thought about doing, well, what if Howard had gotten into it? And to me, the more interesting discussion is just what if this story continued because it left a lot of threads that I think are interesting. Yeah. Two for note is that the Iron Man suit exists already. The Hydra Stomper. Uh, yeah, the Hydra Stomper and Indestructible. That already exists. Yes. And Bucky was not taken. I was just going to say, you didn't note it. Bucky never got taken to be Winter Soldier. Yeah, and then, of course, it's it's Peggy who gets sent into the future. Um, yes. Now, we, I guess we, well, before we even get into it, we don't think it's possible that, like, Marvel's not going to come back and do a, you know, season two of Marvel What If wouldn't be continuations of these stories. We got to assume that. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I, don't think yeah, I, 
they could do it with this one, but in my head, I don't. I don't think that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, I don't think they ever will either. So let's do it ourselves. Yes. Uh, let's continue on the story. Let's jump in. I think a few interesting things to note would be uh, the Starks probably don't die, right? Howard probably doesn't yeah. get killed, which means what happens to Tony. Um, so let's start there as the first little diverting timeline. What do we kind of feel like happens now that Tony gets – they're still going to be rich, probably even more rich. This suit, if anything, is going to help them even more. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the trauma of his parents leaving, just the trauma of his parents not loving him. Yeah, so you know what? I think it would be fun. I don't know if it's in Stark's, you know, like Tony's, you know, character to do so, but just for fun speculation, what if he went the other route? And I he, was just going to say that. Oh, good. I'm glad you did. So what if he decides that he doesn't have his parents' love, he doesn't have his father's respect, so he's going to just, he's going to force them to respect him? Very classic villain origin story, but now you've got one of the smartest men in the world, and he doesn't have anything he's fighting for, but he's, you know, he's not trying to do good. Yeah, I think that's, and I think what we'll, I think my most interesting thing would be that, yeah, he probably, you know, gets to that, you know, 1920 range. He wants to take over Stark Industry, but now Howard's still around. He probably, now that he invented the suit, is probably even more delved into his work than he was before. Mm. Um, and so Tony just goes to hate him. He probably becomes, I don't know, you could say he becomes Whiplash, just like a better version uh, of I had everyone. I was going to say he develops Ultron. That was going to be my big piece. He intentionally makes Ultron as opposed to accidentally, and he kind of controls Ultron and does a bigger Ultron story and we get to see that more developed than Age of Ultron, but then there's actually a mind behind it. I know that the whole, his big thing, Ultron, is he's he himself is a yeah. computer, but if he's designed intentionally, I mean, I guess he could betray his creator. That may happen, but I like the idea of him possibly being a henchman of a Tony Stark over, uh, you know, maybe, okay. maybe he goes like, Iron. what was the name? Iron Patriot that Norman Osborn became in uh, The Dark Avengers. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I like this. So at least the idea that somewhere along that line, Tony sort of becomes a villain of some sort. Not quite sure how it's big. Probably some new technology, obviously. Um, So that I think makes an interesting through line there. The other interesting through line to me, though, is this idea that well, now there's been a superhero and he's been around longer in the form of the you know the Stomper. Um, Steve's probably still going out doing the soldiering thing. I'm going to go on the limb and say we still win the war, you know. But now S.H.I.E.L.D. has to form a little faster, get moving a little quicker, because now we have a little bit more of a, of a thing going on here. I have an Iron Man 40 years earlier or whatever it is. Yeah. And it makes me wonder about like all these different side stories, about all the different super soldier stuff. Well, who cares about super soldiers when this dope, you know, flying robot is still running around whooping ass. That's a good point. The the legend of Captain America doesn't exist quite as much. I mean, it still does in Captain Britain, but it's a little different because when Captain America left, there was no additional hero he left behind. Now, like you said, there's a whole other hero, which, yeah, he could make like an old school event. Like the Howling Commandos could maybe develop 
that some sort of right. suit together. I don't know, like an armor war type of deal where they're just like. But Bucky never ends up with super sold serums. So exactly. Become anything like the Winter Soldier. Maybe he a war machine. As war machine, exactly. Yeah, maybe yep. end up war machine. Um, which would be sweet. I think. Indeed. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so it, so we kind of just develop in a different world there. Maybe uh, this kind of just doesn't matter. What if Tony decides, well, you know, you think you're so cool with your cool suits? I'm gonna finish that super soldier serum that you guys never perfected. Maybe Tony goes that route instead. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So let's well, well let, let's take the past first. We'll jump back to the future and then we can talk about Captain Carter. Ver- I think a Captain Carter versus Tor- Tony Stark arc would be fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the past, I, I like the idea of it becoming like the the exact thing that thing that Tony tried to develop later on, which is a suit of armor around the world. Now we've got the bases. Howard Stark's still around. Steve Rogers has the working prototype. They can you know develop a stupid element like they did in Iron Man Two or whatever. And they but had the like, this whole time this time. It seems yes. like it, well, yeah, it seems like it, it doesn't seem like it goes away. I guess it doesn't really serve. Yeah, we no because it, it um. It sucks in Captain Carter and the octopus, and then it closes, and then it's reopened later with Hawkeye and uh, Sam Jackson again. Which, again, that doesn't quite make sense. It's like, why did you wait this long to open it if you had it the whole day? It's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But yeah, okay, so... The past could help, you know, but then there's, instead of a space race, maybe the Russians... Yeah, instead of making their uh, Red Guardian, Mm -hmm. like we saw in Black Widow, we get a red suit of armor. Yeah, all that kind of... I think that makes sense. I think that's more... You would chase what's out there, not the legend of something that's already gone, so... Yep, okay, so that that makes sense for the past. I think, uh, let's jump to the future. It's gonna be a little different, but I yeah. like the idea. So she having... comes out now. Mm-hmm. Um, her, you know, so obviously Steve still grows old. Yeah, um, he's an old man now, but he was... Very likely. We know that he goes back and lives longer. He lives at least to that long. So, no, he wouldn't have died of old age, So from what we know. Um, in fact, from what we know, he's actually going to be more functional than uh, than Peggy was when she was when he came back. Yeah, so, she died in Winter Soldier, right? So we right. did see her die of old age. But we know that when he went back, he actually was still able to walk around and things at his old age. So he's still kind of around, but yes. probably not flying a suit or anything. But he's famous. And yeah. it's a big deal. So she's going back into a world where the person she left is like this big, famous, big deal. Um, where he kind of came back and she was nothing. Yeah, she, she was, was just another girl. soldier type of deal agent. Um, I do find a lot of things, I think a lot of things stayed the same, though. If we think about things like Thor, where that, Thor, there's no thing. reason that storyline would have changed at all, right? Where the right. Guardians wouldn't have cared. Thor still got banished to the hammer and... Yeah, I guess you could argue that when he like tries to take the the hammer from the facility, Shield might have been a little more prepared because just the the uptick in technology. Maybe Hawkeye would have actually fired an arrow as opposed yeah. to not firing and saying he's rooting for this guy. <laughs> yeah, possibly, but it's still Thor, so I don't think they would. They still wouldn't have been ready for Thor. No matter right. even with the advance of technology, they weren't going to be ready for Thor. They weren't going to okay. be ready for weird things. So that all probably follows the same way, which probably means Loki in the first Avengers probably also all follows the Still same Still happens. Track. Except so, there's a lot more robots now, probably. So let's assume, yeah, exactly, right? Let's assume that New York is still going to happen. Avengers 1 still happens, but like we said, so far we know there's probably better, you know, suit technology besides the one Iron Man. So 
our defenses in New York are a little more bolstered by maybe like a team of Iron Men. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. Like Howard Stark, he kind of wanted to create something like that in the first place. So do you think maybe he sold that patent the same as he did the rest of his empire selling weapon secrets and stuff? Or do we think that Steve Rogers would have stopped him from selling it to the enemy? Well, do we think he's alive? Do you think Howard's still alive at this point? No, I'm saying in the past. I mean, I know we're in the present right now, but I'm thinking of how he developed. I don't think Howard's around anymore. No, I you think, think Howard passed, but he didn't leave it to to Tony, or Tony didn't refuse to take it because of his something like that, or the ultimate backstab, which would make him hate Steve Rogers even more. He left it to Steve Rogers, even though Steve Rogers is close to the same age or whatever, or what have you, some other heir as opposed to Tony Stark, and he takes that as a. A slight to him. Yeah, okay. I think it's po- I think it's definitely possible that he wouldn't have wanted. He wouldn't, or he would have wanted to leave it to Tony. But by this point, now that Tony was like twenty five to thirty and hated his dad, yeah, you know, it might not have worked out as well. So, but there's someone out there. We got New York being attacked. Do we think? My question is: Do the Avengers even happen? Um, Hulk, this gamma radiation, we can't quite tell. Well, that, that, you got to think about that because that was an attempt to recreate the super soldier serum in some was, versions. But was it? Is the Mark Ruffalo one the same as the Incredible Hulk one? Yeah, it's the comic book origin has nothing to do with super serum soldier. Not at all. I'm going to go ahead and just say the Mark Ruffalo Hulk is still the same. Okay, the that's Norman fine. Just never existed. So that's, that's fine by me. Black Widow and Hawkeye. We saw Hawkeye completely unchanged, and Nick Fury completely unchanged. So I. It stands to reason that Black Widow will espionage. No matter how yes. technology advanced, espionage will always be needed. So they're still around. But so this this team needs to form though, right? Shields coming around. Do they get the funding to they create an Avenger team? They're like, why would we do that? We already have all these sweet suits. Uh, well, do the Avengers mean? really need funding? I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on if if S.H.I.E.L.D. is as big of a player in the origin of the Avengers as they were in the movies as we know them now. Right. I mean, obviously, S.H.I.E.L.D. is still a thing in some capacity because obviously Nick Fury and Hawkeye are still there, and they're the ones who have hold of the Tesseract. They have some hold. But I do, yeah, you wonder, with Tony out of the picture and it being Peggy who's around and, you know, she doesn't quite have the same sort of perfect virtue that Steve did. Right. She was an espionage as well. She's virtuous, but not as much. So, you know, we could have Iron Man in a MODOK type situation. I didn't even think about that, but that would kind of make sense. He kind of creates aim. In this yeah. He, he makes like a rival to uh, Stark to Industries. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So he could take on like a MODOK role in Let's think if Loki had the assistance of a character like Modok, do we think Avengers would have gone down the same way? Or would the villains have been victorious? Yeah, that is interesting because if, if New York still goes down, um, I don't know. Iron Man's the one that saves him with the nuke. You got to remember that. I can't believe that Tony would be a bad, like he would just be on the side of weird aliens, though. You just know? assist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he hates his dad, not the world, I guess. So I think in a, in a lot of ways, because I don't think Avengers would form the same way, I don't think there's really quite 
as much reason right thor and cap and tony and all them people probably don't meet the same way a lot of it was tony figuring stuff out on the ship and you know this and that which doesn't happen this time because tony's not there to right. act in and, and make things make sense so they probably don't form as close of bonds they probably don't quite team up as well but maybe like you know hulk shows up and smashes in, but probably not um peggy's probably obviously there but what now I happens is we... tony ends up still saving the world but he does it via his global network of aim machines oh now he's the big hero now he surpasses his father's fame because he saved the world but he's also evil i like it now aim is like this trusted thing which is what aim is that's essentially why yeah that's that's more of a pull from the comic or if you play the avengers game storyline that's pretty much exactly what it is is aim's extremely trusted for helping the city recover from uh M Day or whatever they call it in the game, where like destruction happened when really it was kind of them that made it happen. But that you can go play the game if you want to know the details on that. But essentially, AIM is a very trusted company, and then the Avengers, which the Avengers don't exist, but the heroes kind of have this little bit of distrust from the public. Yeah, so I think that would be interesting if T- Tony is like this head of this weird AIM thing that became trusted because he was the only one to save the city. Because the Avengers didn't get together, because Steve's gone and Tony's not the same. And- so okay, I like I like this plan. So New York Loki's been been defeated by Tony again, but as a more evil, cynical, egotistical Tony. Because not right at this point, his ego is completely unchecked. He's got a chip on his shoulder from his dad, and now he just yeah. surpassed his dad's fame by saving the world. So what are the Avengers in quotations doing now. Well, yeah, so I think it's it becomes an interesting debate of how evil does Tony go? Does AIM get away from him because of like Modoc? Is like Modoc come in and that's the reason AIM unravels? Or is it more like Tony Tony unravels, goes very demon in a bottle? I like the idea of Tony being like a Modoc as the same character. I know they're, they're not, obviously, but that I could see him taking on that type of role. Um, uh, he could go evil. He could go demon in the bottle because he no longer has anything that he wants to do. Or he goes even further into supervillain. So he's not only famous, but now he wants to, you know, he knew these aliens came from a different planet. And now by a current day space race between bezos and all the other rich guys they could <laughs> he's like i'm gonna go take over asgard now okay so you think he would he's, want to expand i think he would go the other way and be like well i need to be able to protect the world aim needs to be the biggest in every country needs to you know i guess it depends on how evil it goes like you said because if he goes super evil he might go like warmonger about it and you know take on other parts of the world like other worlds and other universes and he's like i need to rule it all or yeah, he plants his flag on Earth and he says, "This is this is AIM's world now." His name's world, and now. he defends it. Either way, by being a total dictatorian, and yeah. you know, I don't know. Take your pick. I like both those. I like it makes more sense for Tony to want to like continue to prove himself as like I'm better than my dad. Let me like I'm going to protect the world. I'm going to be the one who actually brings peace when my dad couldn't. And he's but. Does this turn into a 
brother eye situation i mean that's another callback to dc comics a little bit but essentially batman in that story arc he becomes like all power he designs this technology to kind of protect the world and you know batman around the world but it becomes a uh, um like a dictatorship around the world yeah. you could also go uh superman regime from yeah uh, i think it's very Injustice. i think it would play out very similar to that tony in an effort to protect the world he succeeds where shield was trying to do in winter soldier he succeeds in this like i'm going to be this all-powerful force that takes over um so aim is this big deal um the nice thing about aim is it's probably not infiltrated by hydra so that's good yeah, but we, we know that uh, once his base is locked up in this time, well, he was locked up in the last one, and he still like was able to spread. Hydra. About the, the tinkerer? Yeah. Okay. He was still able to spread some sort of hydraness. I like the idea of either other Avengers or maybe a couple villains. They take on the role of wanting to overthrow the man, and they want to make the world more free to do what they want because they remember. Oh, I like that idea where Captain Britain is like in charge of that because she's from a time where everyone was free to do when she was in the military and she fought for the freedom of citizens and stuff. But instead, now there's this giant dictatorship run by Tony Stark and AIM, and she has to get a team of freedom fighters to kind of take on the man. So Avengers form more as a response to AIM and Tony than as a response to New York. Yes. And that's kind of where the, the MCU can, gets to spin off. I like it. That's fun. I like it. I think it's a good universe. I think our what if -er really, uh really set everyone up for success. I think yeah. you know, a new team of Avengers trying to stop an AIM controlled by Tony who's pissed that his dad was a, a dickhead because the stupid suit was already built and the Tesseract was already there and all these things. A lot things of things it could be. There's virtually no loophole in our story, I think. No, it's perfect. I think that if Disney wants the rights for the season two of What If, for us to just go ahead and continue that, give us a call. I know we're already on your payroll, but we want to raise. Yes, so I would we'll love to raise. I don't think anyone can comment about how any of this doesn't make sense. So go no, ahead it could. Comment, comment to our video about how perfect we are. We or comment that. What If Ist and then overtop us again. <laughs> Yeah. Continue our storyline. It happened 6,000 years after Tony had his regime. I like it. Um, and obviously, how does this turn into Mephisto? Yep. Right? Mephisto's got to get in there because in our MCU, he's the center of it all. He needs to be mentioned. Uh, one more little bit of news. Actually, I don't even know if it's news. Two days from now, Black Panther finally coming out in the Avengers game. So August 17th, it's going to be great. We've talked about it for time. months. I just, I this is the last time before it's actually out. So there you go. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. All right. Well, I had fun. Did you have fun? I had a great time. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed listening. Hope you guys had a ton of fun as well. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see what what if episode is. We don't know what they are, right? We we know other storylines that are coming, but we, we don't know, know what the order. We don't know the order. Yeah. We, you want to make a prediction? My prediction is the zombie episode's next. That's that's my guess. No, I think that's gonna be closer to mid season. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna shoot their shot with the with the T'Challa one. I think they wanted to come up. No way they're gonna do that second. They, they might do a Loki storyline second, but man, I th I thought for sure that one would be mid season, like T'Challa's like, you know, episode five or something. 
don't know. I don't know. I just figured I thought they would want to try to catch everybody as hard as they can. I don't really know how the yeah. What's your plan when you're releasing one up anticipate? Doesn't matter. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be great. Uh, we're gonna love it. Maybe that's just because that's the one I look forward to the most. Indeed. But yeah, me too. We'll find out next week. Hopefully, you guys listen to us. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Make sure you guys are leaving reviews. It helps a lot when you guys leave a review in the podcast. So we appreciate you guys watching. And in the meantime, until next week, just try not to have too much fun with us.